Hello and welcome to Speed Manifesting with Lori Mitchell. Today we are talking about the um, the decisions that we all make. That's the theme this week. So um, let me just get started on my audio blog for the week. That's what we're doing with the Sunday Manifesting is talking about kind of the theme that's been going on in my life because I know that if you are listening right now, you will find insights. We are all connected. And by me being present to what's going on this week or what's happening for me this week as a theme, as I look back, it helps you to start to see what, other, what, are, what are going on either for yourself or for other people around you. So be aware of that. Yes, we are all connected. And when you, when you hear an audio, and it's not in my present time, but you happen to be listening to my present time in your present time in some other time frame, well, hey, what it means is that this is the perfect message for you. And because we are all messengers to each other, whether it's sharing or learning or inspiring or firing up or whatever it might be, whatever we're doing for each other, we are connected for on purpose and for purpose. And so it's okay to to just step back and, and look at where this theme might be applying to your life as well. So when it comes to decisions, the reason that I pulled this theme out was that as I look back over the last week, the challenges that I've been having have, have been a double-edged sword because, because I've had to make some decisions, but also without taking action on that decision, but having many, many other things come in from the vacuum of having made a decision mentally, having some great, wonderful things show up in my life that have nothing to do with the decision. So, and just so you're... you're wondering i've just got huge challenges right now in my life with my youngest son and he's intellectually disabled and we're just working through what is best for him at 14 years old and wow you know this is new for us in the sense that he had a learning disorder as far as we were concerned you know a year and a half ago and now him coming of age without knowing time this child taught me how to be how to look at the world without the reference point of time passing. So he doesn't know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He knows those words. He's very clever. He can work out how the remote works and menus and all that stuff on the technology. And he can fully function in terms of taking care of himself. But but without time, without having some sort of reference to um, time in in perspective of what was going on, say, Monday, you know, or, or Wednesday or something like that. Well, he, he doesn't have that reference point. He just knows now. He just knows now. He just knows now. So it's been, you know, very useful for me in a lot of ways to be around a person like that. But as he gets older, think about that. If you are only in the present moment, how do you interact with a world that is in linear time? How do you do it? How do you stay grounded enough in the belief system that we share and yet be in the most important space, which is the present eternal moment, which is emotions? 
So in other words, <laughs> the present moment is all about feeling great so that you can heal the past and enliven your future and open up new possibilities and just be in the moment. Being in the present moment without a reference point of what everyone else is doing, it doesn't help for so many of the organizational duties and responsibilities we have as human beings. If, if a civilization is growing and expanding, does it matter? Only if you want to eat. You know, growing crops requires the understanding of time passing, of of cause and effect in a linear space. So, yes, we make it up. Yes, it's a shared reality. Yes, all there is is this present moment through an eternal now of a dimension called feeling. And that is a universal dimension. It's the biggest dimension as far as your as far as your mind can stretch in any direction right now. That is the eternal present moment in time and in space. And if you take the time out of it and just come back to one layer, one dimension that is just feeling and and it, it goes out in all directions, then it doesn't matter about tomorrow and yesterday and all that stuff and all the baggage and attachments we have to it. But when you're trying to function in life, it's it's important to, to hold two realities at the same time. It's not that we I want to make time, linear time, bad. It is restrictive at times, but I want you to hold it loosely and still stay grounded. And with my son, it really is just about his care going forward in terms of you know, can you cook? Can you do you know how much to how many numbers to put on the microwave if you don't know any reference point to time duration? So so out of frustration, making that decision isn't useful. So he so what we're gonna to do today is we're gonna talk about the process of decision making in the fullness of the eternal now in using the wonderful linear time that we have as a tool. Okay, linear time, as I've said before, is the past equals your memory circuits, the future equals your imagination. There is no past. There is no future. We've just labeled these constructs in our memory circuits as past and in our imagination as future. They don't exist. Logically, they do not exist. You can you can see that. You can... You can hear the difference between memories and, and imagination and past and future. But as soon as we say past and future, suddenly it's real. Like we're, we've been there in the past and we're going to be there in the future. No, 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 no. You're always here. Now, 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 now. And so expanding that helps to, to, to create in a different way from a perspective that is closer to truth, that is easier in flow, and it's more powerful for you. And I want you to be powerful within yourself. So in making decisions, what we do is acknowledging all of that, absolutely all of that, what you have is that imagination so that you can go to a future possibility, go to a future potential and then start ordering it into your life. Start requesting it and voting for it into your life and out of your imagination 
by your emotions, by, by your attention to it. So, for instance, if you want to make a decision about something and it's kind of like a crossroads or you don't know what to do, well, just sit back quietly and just meditate on the decision and play it out. Play out a scenario where in your imagination you can see the future of that decision one way and how that would look and what life would be like. And then come all the way back to now and feel how you feel. How do you feel? Are there regrets there? Now take the other decision, the other path, and go to your imagination, go to your future, and look back. So usually it's a yes or no answer. It's a this or that when you're at a decision point. When it's time to make a decision, regardless of whether it's time to take action, when it's time to make a decision, then there's a this or that. So when you go to the other one, and you look back. And you can even do this for other decisions you've made in the past. Now, do you hold, you're sitting in the future, in a, your imagination, do you hold any regret for one or the other? Try it on. Just, just try it on like a jacket. Try it on. Now, if you go one way or the other, is there relief? Is a burden lifted off you for one because I tell you that is exactly the right decision to make and you know it when you do it that way you so know it yes you have to come back into the real now out of your imagination out of the making the decision from the future come back and deal with the obligations the apologies you have to make the changes that you might have to make as well. But the only way you'll actually know is by going to the future and looking at regret or relief. All right? And if there's regret there, then there's two things. One is now is not the time to make that decision on that path. Or you have to explore the path, the, the, the other path. No, let me say it this way. When there's regret there, and you come back here, you can't go down that regret path because you can't undo regret, and it's a very low vibration. So, so no matter what, sometimes we have to let things play themselves out, and then there will be another time when the decision is now. And you have to know that. You have to play with that. The mental faculties that we have the step four of speed manifesting, the deliberate thinking is part of learning how you do think, learning the human technology of thinking so that you can empower yourself to use them as tools but not be them as a robot and to acknowledge them as not just like a power drill or something. I'm talking about like an amazing computer but it's still a computer. It's not you. So use the mental faculties. Use these wonderful ways we have of in awareness, consciously making decisions based on using our imagination, using the understanding of time and how that works and the no time concept and then coming back using your feelings to guide you 
with the tools. You see how there are two levels happening? There's the way the universe works in feeling, in emotion, in... I'm not talking about human chemical reactions in our body emotion. I'm talking about vibration of moving towards or moving against who you're becoming. And so when you do that, that you get guided. You get guided for what's right for you. That's all. Just for what's right for you. It may not be right for the person beside you who lives in your household. It may not be right for the people who think that things should be a different way, for the people who think that the way you should be is a certain way based on their value systems of how other people should be. Not that they would be that way, but sometimes. Okay. So I hope that helps in terms of making a decision from the future. There's another thing I want to talk about with going to the the future using your imagination, and that is when you consider going to the future in your imagination, understand that these are like they're possibilities. So, for instance, if, if someone was reading someone's future, what they're talking about is based on the beliefs you hold right now and the path and the actions you're taking right now and the thinking that you have, you're on a particular potential path. And carrying on with that, because most people are so stuck inside of their beliefs that they never change their beliefs and their actions stay the same, then it's pretty predictable how your life is going to be unless there's some external force that comes in and changes things. But pretty much because of our beliefs, we are on this track that we go on. And when it's uh, when the track is consistent, then it's we can read the future. Gosh, you know, your own family could read your future pretty quickly and easily too because they know your beliefs and how you are. The moment that you decide that you want to be or become someone different, suddenly your family knows it. They know the difference. So, <laughs> and they don't understand it sometimes if they don't understand that you can change your identity, who you're becoming, build your character, drop your personality, and have a new set of beliefs. If that doesn't sound right at all. They don't know you as anything but that. And you're also inside of the family family beliefs if you're getting along with everyone just fine. So, so understand that when you do look at decisions based on future, it is about possibilities. And that's what we always have opening up in front of us. It's like them as we're standing in the, the present moment of now, imagine yourself in this floating chamber where you're stepping and you're just stepping on this stone that appears immediately in front of you, this step, but it's not a step, it's the same level as you. And so you're stepping and a a step, a stone appears in front of you as you step. You're not going anywhere, but the stones are appearing and you are moving, walking. Now, the the stones themselves, as they appear, they only appear as you step. They only appear as you take action or as the time is now for you to be there. So in that metaphor of moving out of linear time and more into how things appear to you as you as you think you're moving in life, but really it's just you taking action, saying yes, and the universe providing and providing and providing, and you just know it. And so there's the step. There's the stone. If you had a floodlight, a universal magical floodlight, and you could light 360 degrees around you, 
in all directions everywhere. What you would see is that there are stones everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And depending on which way you choose to face, how fast you choose to to step, how far you choose to step, is what your experience is. So it's okay. Possibilities are out there and they are endless and it's up to you to make intentions and decide. But using your emotions, your feelings of what will it feel like to take that possibility and allow it to play itself out. Feels great. Feels like relief. Oh, burden's been lifted off of me. Okay. Then you come back and you say, that's the right decision for you. I remember I once had a, uh, a, a friend, a couple of friends who wanted to do a workshop together. And it was uh, on family harmony. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of family harmony in um, their life. And, and I didn't understand why I was being asked to do this because they were, they were a good friend and I wanted to help out. And, you know, we were supposed to be meeting. It was going to be a big seminar, very, very big. And we were meeting to do it shortly. And I just had this resistance and I just couldn't understand why. And it wasn't a judgment of anything because I, of course, as any family has, I had challenges in my family too, but I also had ways of working things through and had a message I could easily have shared with people. In the meantime, I had this this resistance to it and I finally just went to this meditation, which was exactly what I'm telling you. I went to my process of making a decision. I stopped and I looked at one decision. It wasn't about regret one way or the other, but when I looked at relief, if I said no in this case, a huge weight just got lifted off me. And my everything about it, my intuition, my instincts just said no, but in such a way that when the when I when I imagine myself telling my friends, I'm sorry, I can't do this, I just went, Oh. And so I came back and I just knew I had the fortitude to say to my friends, I don't know why. I really don't. I, I just have this intuition I'm supposed to say no. Like it just feels right and I can't explain it anymore. I'm really sorry. You know, it might be that it's another time, but it's a definite no for this one. And, you know, to this day, four four years later, three years later, I still don't know exactly why. I've met a couple of the people that have been there. Um, I I could make some guesses about it. Maybe it was just the wrong path or something. But but there was such a strong feeling that I thought it's the wrong decision to say yes. It's the right decision to say no, even though I'd be disappointing people, letting people down, not having a good logical reason why. And it was fine. It worked out fine. So have the courage as well to do what you have to do when you know that there's relief there, when you know that it's the right thing for you. Apologize to others. That everybody has their own value system and their own path. And you just have to trust that as well. So when we when we go through that that decision making process, I just want you to know that it is important. Now, that in just a minute, I'm just going to take a, a moment for you to just ponder a decision that you make in your life and give you that space for just a sec. But in the next part, I want to talk about 
making decisions from a positive future rather than from a negative present. All right, so let's just uh, take a minute and we'll have a quick break. Did you know it's your time to shine? Have you been stumbling around in life, trying to figure it out but going in circles? Maybe it's as simple as having a guide to help you align your powers of creating so that you can make life work easier and faster. Lori Mitchell offers a 12-week personal program called Allowing Riches to speed up your results. Visit www.allowingriches.com to apply for your 30-minute strategy session. This is Laurie Mitchell, and you are back on the Sunday Manifesting Talk Show. Today, our theme is on decisions. Not just how to make them, but how to make them in a way that serves you and uses your mental faculties, which is such brilliant tools. So what I'd like to talk about now, I hope you've had a chance to just ponder on a decision and try out different possibilities as they play themselves out. See which one feels like relief. See which one feels like anything like regret or a burden. And know that coming back to now, that the decision is made inside and when the, when the next step is required for action, you'll be ready for it. But there's a difference between making the decision and then taking action. It could be the very next moment, picking up the phone and, and doing what you have to do. The last part of today, I just want to talk about the making a decision not from running away from something, but from going towards something. This doesn't mean candy coating what's what's real for you, but when we have decisions to make, it is about going through the, the perspectives that serve you and serve others, but more importantly, you first and then others, so that you can... Be the best that you can be to others. So while you're doing things for everybody else, it's, it is important for you to also consider that you need to keep your creative forces flowing and not shut them off and for the, like, don't sacrifice. Sacrifice is such a low vibration. There's a difference between sacrificing as in you lose out and somebody else wins and finding something different, like a win-win, as Stephen Covey says. You know, finding that space where you know it's best for you and therefore it will be best for others. You know that you can serve many, many more when you come from a decision that is right for you. And it really is so personal. Nobody can make a, a, a decision for you in many, many places in your life. You can have you can ask people for their opinions, but you're probably just looking for people who will already tell you what you know already. You are do you ever notice that how when you ask for people's advice or opinions, you won't pay any attention to it unless it's what you already believe or what resonates with you or what makes sense. So they may be giving you a different perspective of clarity. They may even be giving you the opposite so you can say, well I definitely don't want that or that doesn't make sense to me. And that's very helpful as well. But eventually, and, and notice when people ask you for advice, it's exactly what they are doing as well. So 
And when people ask for advice, it's more, well, this is what I would do. I don't know what you would do. And then they can hold it and either take your advice or not, and it doesn't matter to them, and it doesn't matter to you as much. Okay, so when we make decisions from a positive future, it is, again, about going to the imagination, having a little bit of quiet time, sitting in that space. And here's we are in the speed manifesting method in, in the book itself. I talk about the meditation that is going to the very end of a well-lived and satisfied life. So you are, say, sitting by a fireplace and you're in a nice, comfortable chair and you're looking into the fire and you're really happy and really satisfied and really content. And you're looking over your entire life and just reviewing it for yourself with a perspective of satisfaction and contentment. And at that moment, you think about the decision that you made, the decision that was the right decision to make, feeling content and happy about your whole life and everything that you've done because you know you did exactly what you needed to and it worked out exactly as it needed to as well. It was the best for you and the best for everyone. And you're so happy that you did. It wasn't necessarily uncomplicated. It wasn't necessarily easy when you made the decision. But you you can reach back to that person who was making the decision and comfort him or comfort her and say, yes, that was the perfect decision. And as you review your life and how it's worked out perfectly, with so much satisfaction in your heart and so open to who you are and so connected to life, to others, to yourself, to spirit, and feeling so fantastic. That decision that you made was full of relief and it was strong. It was strong and perfect. Now take yourself back, back to the present moment here and disconnect from that future moment of satisfaction, of a well-lived life, contentment, making the right decision, knowing that it was the best for you and therefore the best for everyone around you. What decision do you need to make now? I didn't say what actions do you need to take now. I said what decision. We build our lives from our intention. Those intentions come from a polarity that says yes or no. This or that. Decisions are important to acknowledge and to get in the habit of. If you avoid decisions, now is the time to use this technology Empower yourself to make the right decisions in this way using the future technology. And then when the time comes, you will know exactly what action to take out of your decision, which creates an intention. You see, for my son, what I have decided is 
out of an intention that I'm really clear on, and that intention is for a positive future. And the positive future means a happier life for him. A happier life for him. That intention I hold now and the decisions become easy. The clarity is there. I can go to the future and see a happier life for him. Because when your children are happy, you are happy. And so I am guided now. I am guided very easily. And I don't have to make decisions about, I don't have to make any decision about extra care or putting him someplace in some sort of respite for him out of feeling bad, being stressed, being exhausted, needing it. And yet all of those things are there at times to the decision comes from an intention for a happier life, a positive future. When he's happy, I'm happy. <laughs> That's it, it really works. And so the rest of it is all just the talk and everything else that goes around it. When you when you need to act, you'll know. People will come into your life the moment you make the decision or the day that you make the decision. Things start to happen and start to speed up very, very quickly out of your intention from your decision. And this decision coming from a positive future for you and for others empowers you. It makes all the difference, all the difference, all the difference. And that's what I want. I want you to start your own personal revolution. Oh, gosh, I want you to live an expanded life, understanding how life works more and understanding how human beings are designed. Because that's where you get to that chair in front of the fireplace and you can sit in a place of looking at your life with a feeling of satisfaction and completeness. In reality, you can meet your own future one day and say, yes, yes, I did it. I did it well. I'm really happy with it. This is Lori Mitchell. If you'd like to know more about speed manifesting or the speed manifesting method, you can go to www.speedmanifesting.com. Thanks for listening.